Hello world, it's the Ladies of Nerditude. My name's Francine. I'm Jill. And we have come to the end of the road. Balls. I know. <laughs> um, you and I are fresh off watching the series finale. We like just watched it yesterday as of this recording. So it's all very fresh and painful. Yep, took time to heal a little bit. Mm-hmm. All things over. But yeah, we watched it yesterday afternoon. Then we cried. A lot. A lot. Then I went and watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and cried some more. <laughs> I watched Animaniacs. So you didn't cry. <laughs> I needed a pick-me-up for yeah. that. <laughs> that was smarter. That was that was a better life choice than the life choice I made. I was like, oh, Guardians 2. And then I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you messed up. <laughs> I made a very large mistake. Um, okay. So we're going to be talking about the never-ending that was season 15 (laughs) of Supernatural. So if you have not seen the entire season, um, spoilers abound. I haven't seen the series. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about today. So (laughs) if if you haven't seen any of it, You've been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. If you are like, well, I never saw season 12, like... You might get a spoiler, so proceed at your own risk, essentially, Um, because I feel like we can't really talk about season 15 without, like, inevitably just talking about the whole series. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to try very hard not to cry. Um, And I know, like, from, (laughs) from looking at the internet, that... People have, like, really strong feelings about this season and about the end of the season specifically. So, like, I'm going to give my opinion. You're going to give your opinion. But I feel like everybody's going to have, like, strong opinions. Yeah, that that was what I noticed, too, is when I went online afterwards to kind of see what other people thought. It was either, oh, my God, this was genius, or, oh, my God, what the hell was that? Or, you know, it didn't seem like anybody was in the middle on anything which I kind of feel is where I landed me too I feel kind of because there's it's certainly not perfect Mm -hmm. but other parts of it I thought were really good Mm -hmm. but I have a couple of really big gripes yeah so yeah I feel like there were parts I liked and I was like that was a great decision and there were parts I didn't like but I understood and then there were parts that I was just like, well, you could have fixed that really easily and why didn't you? Or like, why did you make the choice that you made here? I don't understand. Um, yeah. So yes. I, I also felt like in the middle. Like I, I, I feel. I feel in the middle about all of season 15, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, because there's some really good episodes. There's some really bad episodes. Truth. <laughs> And then there's this part of me that I would say my biggest thing overall is that they, the writers and the cast and the crew knew ahead of time that this was going to be the last season Mm -hmm. and some stuff got like super drawn out that didn't need to be and other stuff got rushed and became like a missed opportunity to properly tell that part of the story. And then there was a lot of loose ends Mm -hmm. at the very end. And so... It just didn't, it just didn't get 
plotted out as well as I think it could have been. Yeah. Mostly. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, it felt to me like we spent a year making like a delicious pie, if I can use a pie metaphor. Of course. <laughs> we spent a whole year like making this delicious pie and like knowing the end was going to be this like delicious pie. And we like worked really hard and we like, you know, tried to make it as like perfect as we could. And then the pie just like wasn't satisfying. Like it wasn't bad, but it was we just forgot. like. It didn't get in the oven long enough is what happened. Yeah. Or something like, I don't know. It was like maybe the buildup was too much for like what it was or I, I'm not sure, but like it didn't feel, I don't feel like satisfied. Like I no. still want pie, you know, <laughs> like after eating yeah. the pie. That's exactly it. I'm not. I'm not satisfied with the season overall and uh, yeah and I and I I read a lot of stuff about it that I was trying to I mean I have my own opinion but then I kind of read the opinions of what other people were saying and I was like wow that makes sense mm -hmm. and I see it this way too and but then there was other people were making like good points of like oh I didn't think about that yeah yeah or whatever and it just I don't know I think there's a few people who are cool with it but I think probably like 80% of what I read everybody was like what what about this what about that what happened with that person like yeah but you didn't explain this and how dare you do that and it was just like oh no mm -hmm. it's um, <laughs> yeah I I feel bad when cons are a thing again um yeah there's gonna be a lot of questions that and and like let's be real it's not like the cast wrote it or right. whatever but they're gonna have to be the ones who take on the responsibility of doing that because the writers don't go to the cons yeah but people are gonna be like hey rob what the fuck with this <laughs> and hey jensen why that yeah. and it's gonna be like hey misha what about that thing and he's like guys yeah. i didn't i he's like i, don't know. <laughs> I do a job like <laughs> yeah so and and i will say i also had read that jensen ackles was not overly impressed mm. when he found out the ending uh huh. he said he was quote-unquote uneasy about it mm. and as soon as i read that it tainted my opinion a little bit mm. um but i don't know if he was referring to because i know there was an original ending and then covid happened and they mm -hmm. had to change it a little bit i don't know what changed exactly but yeah as soon as he said that i was like uh-oh that's <laughs> not good yeah signs are pointing to bad things um yeah yeah and i read i sent you that article yesterday mm -hmm. about kripke saying that like for all the fans who wish that he had written the finale he would have written a much darker finale he didn't say what but he was like to me supernatural is a horror movie like it's a horror story so it should have ended like a horror story. And I was like, oh, God, like, please, no, I'm, I'm kind of glad that yeah, didn't happen. <laughs> he didn't write it because, I mean, I get it. Not all stories end happily see a series of unfortunate events, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was very good because, yeah, not every story has a happy ending. Right. But for me, I've been so personally invested in this story and in these characters for so long and they went through so much that I just wanted the most basic fucking good thing for yeah, them. Yeah, right? Just like one good thing that we just left on a high note. Not like, hey, here's a good thing and then we rip it away. You know? like just Yeah, like I think if they had ended up in hell, I would have been 
very disappointed. And I think that that would have been like a, well, fuck this shit kind of moment yeah. for me. But that's not what happened. But it, you know, it could have. In it some variation. I'm sure it was on the table in the writer's room at some point. I'm sure. I'm sure. If I'm not sure. both of them, at least one of them. So. Yeah. It. I think before we discuss the rest of the season, I just have to get this out about the finale. Like, <laughs> go for it. Now's it's the, just now's the it's time. There, man. <laughs> like, I. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought, perhaps in the finale, it was going to be one last thing where they were going to go to the empty and they were going to save Cass and maybe they were going to die trying or something, but it wasn't. It was not. Um, but I did go into it thinking they're going to die mm-hmm. because it's the end of the series. So I just didn't know how it was going to happen, but I was incredibly disappointed with how Dean died. Yeah. Um, I understand from a writer's perspective that you needed him to be able to talk mm-hmm. and True. Like, it had to be like a, a slow kind of death so that he would be able to get out his like speech um but basically he fell on a nail and it to me it was like of all of the things <laughs> yeah that he like dude has been punched in the face by god like mm-hmm. he has been stabbed with angel blades and you know he had bad tacos i mean like he's been taken <laughs> out by everything true and and then basically he wasn't watching where he was going and like that like really like for reals and it's just like um dean winchester gets taken out by a piece of rebar yeah yeah it was just (laughs) by bad construction yeah by like who left this nail out who left this piece of rebar hanging out like this Mm -hmm. and it right at like person level it's just very poor construction in my opinion very unsafe call osha so yeah so dean gets taken out by like a safety precaution like it's just (laughs) yeah it was really weird i don't think it was the way to go i under like i could have seen him like getting stabbed or Mm -hmm. shot and then it would have been like oh i'm i'm more okay with that but yeah him just like bumping into that i was just like are you kidding me what is that he deserved so much better but that being said his final little speech thing i was bawling my eyes out me too me too. And yeah. when, when he said, just tell me it's okay. And I was like, I can't. Like, it's not I okay. Crying. Like, nothing's okay. Cr- <laughs> oh, I was crying so much when yeah. he said that. Yeah, Dying. it was. I was, when they introduced vampires as, like, the monster, which I have whole other questions about, like, why monsters are still around and, like, the nature of evil and, like, all of that, like, big philosophical questions. I thought maybe Dean would get bitten and then sam would have to kill him before he turned into a vampire maybe still would have given them time to have the talk it would have been a way that like dean would have like wanted to go i feel like at sam's hand instead of becoming a monster because that was one of his biggest fears so in my head like that was unfurling and then it just like totally he just got like impaled and i was like well okay yeah, I was like, oh, well, we're we're going that way. Yep. Okay. He'll be fine. Um, oh, no, he choice. won't. <laughs> yeah. And then 
I thought, because when Sam finds Dean's other other phone, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I was bawling the whole way through Sam through the bunker. Oh, my God. With and miracle. miracle. Yeah. <sighs> they had to add a dog right at the end just to give me, like, all of the feelings. Fuckers. Um, <laughs> when he finds the other other phone <sighs> and he gets that call from Austin... I was like, oh, he's going to go on a hunt by himself, and he's so Mm. upset about Dean, he's going to make a mistake, and he's going to die. Yeah. Not what happened. Mm. But that raised a lot of other questions for me, because the guy on the phone said Donna said to call. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, we were talking about it over text, is like, did Donna tell him that before? Yep. Or did she say that now, and she's back? Mm -hmm. Like... After Jack became God and, like, brought everybody back, we never got the answer. Is Eileen back? Is Donna here? Like, who got brought back? Who didn't? Mm -hmm. And why or why not? And and if they didn't come back, where are they? Yeah. Because we still don't know what happened to Becky Rosen. Mm -hmm. We don't know Um, if the other worlds, like, the other worlds were restored. Yeah reinstated so is like other bobby and like other charlie like are they back in their world did those worlds stay gone so like therefore they stayed gone because this is the only world that's left like i i think they they left a lot of that to i feel like just like a mention like oh yeah donna well but when like because she disappeared two episodes ago so is she back or and not that was the donna from this world mm-hmm. so it was like so is like where's jody what about garth mm-hmm. and like and the my big gripe of course is the whole deal with Cass. but yes. he gets like that one little mention at the end mm-hmm. where they're like oh yeah Cass helped rip heaven apart and it's like so wait he's not in the so empty how there? did he get out <laughs> yeah is he there is he gonna come see dean mm-hmm. are they like not talking anymore because shit's awkward like what what's going on and yep that's it we never know Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah that it was it was too open to interpretation yeah i thought yes and i think like if because i've i've heard from the internets that they had originally planned like a big sort of reunion in heaven and then they couldn't get like everybody there because of yeah and like okay fine sure but you could at least like have Cass be like a warm tall light we don't have to actually see his vessel. That's the thing is because that's not like he's said way back when, mm-hmm. like, this isn't what I really look like. Exactly. Or you could have had just Nisha's voice saying, mm-hmm. hello, Dean, or, or like whatever, because we know more about what happened to John and Mary Winchester. <laughs> right. Then we know what happened to Cass, yep. who had a very major death scene saving dean Mm -hmm. and then assumedly went off forever into the empty and was never going to get out and i was personally also very put off by the fact that the final episode sam is the one who brings it up and is like yeah i'm just thinking about jack and Cass and how much it sucks they're not here and dean's like yeah man but we got to keep living yeah and that's it and (laughs) that's like (laughs) and i understand that they've got free will now and they but like if if some like yeah, why is this different than any other time that Cass has died? They always go looking for him. Mm-hmm. They know where he is, and they know how he got out last time. Why didn't they even try or ask about it? And I all I wanted was like Dean like 
praying to Jack or something and being like, hey, man, I know you said your hand's off, but, like, dude. Yeah. Just just something. But this was just like, oh, yeah, everybody's gone. Did anybody try and call Garth? Like, no, <laughs> like they don't seem – like, Sam didn't say anything about Eileen. Yeah. And that – And it was just kind of like – That, like, faceless woman that he married, like – was that Eileen? Was it yeah, not? Was it? it doesn't seem like know. it mattered because it was about him at that moment, not about like his wife, him and his kid, I guess, because the kid got more of a storyline than the wife. And I had questions. <laughs> yeah, it just I, I I really needed that answer to feel satisfied with this pie because mm-hmm. it was like. I don't know, forgetting the sugar. Yeah. For the pie or something, because yeah who's here who's not if it wasn't eileen like who was that she matters and yeah if not like is eileen up there waiting for sam Mm -hmm. like or good question you know or my my other question if we really want to get throwbacks is jess up there yeah waiting for sam like how does this work now that there's one heaven for everybody Mm -hmm. so and I know that they had a lot to cram into the last episode, but that is another thing that upsets me is because, like, you knew all season yeah, that you were going to end this. Why didn't you either make the finale longer or spread it out a little bit more mm-hmm. or something? Because there's just so many questions. Yeah. And it covered, like, season 15 as a whole covers so much ground. That it feels like if some of those resolutions had been planted earlier, they would have had Mm -hmm. time to grow and be harvested. And it wouldn't have left all of that to the end. And so I feel like I just would have like shifted some things around within the season to give those storylines like a natural conclusion without being like, well, now it's episode 20. So I guess we got to like wrap up as much as we can and just like throw bad wigs on Sam and (laughs) like call it a day. I don't think that was a smart idea, like from a planning perspective. And again, who knows what changed with COVID, but I feel like that feels like a season long issue, not just a like last couple of episodes issue. It does. It To me, it felt, like, disjointed and that the writers – you know what it kind of felt like to me was, like, the end of Harry Potter where, like, the writer just lost interest mm. and was just like, I don't know, like, this person's in heaven, that person's dead, that person – These well, two we people got really married, care. yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, Sam had a kid, but mom doesn't matter. Like, mm. uh, you know, like, whatever. Um, It just – I don't know. It, I – It also felt to me very Fred and George. Yeah. From Harry Potter, where one twin, one brother dies, and then the other goes off and lives his life and names his kid after mm-hmm. his brother. And I was like, okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, and even even that, like, I had questions about Sam and his son, Dean, Dean mm-hmm. Jr., Dean the second. Um <laughs> It seems like they are hunters together and they had like, or his son just got the tattoo to be like his dad. Yeah. I wondered about that too. I was like, so is he a hunter or is it like Sam just was like, look, kid, just trust me. <laughs> just get this get tattoo. This tattoo. Not only is it a lady <laughs> magnet, it will keep you from being possessed. But that, 
brings up a question for me, like, are demons still a thing? Because why, if they are hunters, and so the tattoo serves a purpose, that means there's still demon possession. I think that there are because Jack said he and Amara were in harmony. Mm. So I think that that means that there still are some monsters around and some maybe maybe not as much or something. Mm. But I think that to keep that balance in the world, that there are bad things still around. And I think also Sam is probably just being like, look, man. <laughs> I don't know how much he told his son, but like, let me tell you about the last 15 years yeah, and how just, just get the tattoo. Right. <laughs> like, Well, and if there are demons, right. And there is mm -hmm. demon possession, Rowena is the queen of hell. Right. I would think that similar to how earlier in the season, she told the demons like no more deals mm -hmm. because we're not doing that shit anymore. She would at least tell them, like, you leave Sam Winchester alone and his son. I think that she would. And and I speaking of Rowena, like, I had questions about what happened to her because Chuck had sealed everything off. So it was like nobody was going anywhere they weren't supposed to be. So we assumed, okay, Rowena must be locked downstairs. Mm -hmm. Which is but why she when, didn't help. Okay. Right. Okay. But then when Jack is like, hey, I'm God now, and I'm like, everything's cool, does that mean Rowena can come out? Like, Don't know. I don't know. I assume she can. I don't know. It's just, it's all, it's all too much in the air for me. I'm yeah. very confused. Yeah, and I think, like, we could have solved a lot of it or at least addressed it. Mm -hmm. With, like, just a little bit more. Like, I'm not saying we have to go and take a detour to hell and, like, see Rowena no. in that final episode. But even if, like, their phones rang and it was, like, Rowena or Eileen or, you know, yeah. something like that. Like, just a simple, small addition. You don't even have to have the person there. No actors. No, like, COVID guidelines. Nothing. Like, a little voiceover a phone call, a message, a voicemail, like anything like that would have been helpful. Yeah, because what I thought they were going to do was like for, okay, so we think that Sam has Eileen's phone. I read that somewhere because they're like, hmm. oh, well, maybe Eileen didn't call because she didn't have her phone. Sam picked it up when he went to go look for her. Okay, I buy it. But I was like, here's the thing <laughs> about, I studied sign language in college. I know a little bit about deaf culture. And so it was like, I would have appreciated if they would have had her video call him, mm. which would have made sense yeah. in COVID times. Mm -hmm. And she could have like been like, hey, I'm okay, or you know, whatever, because she would be using video anyway. Yeah. Um, if she doesn't have access to texting. Sure. So I was like, oh, we could have at least found out if Eileen was cool. And it, or like you said, it could have just been like he got he got a fucking email from her mm -hmm. or something. Or... Like just something really simple. And even if it turned into like she wants to continue hunting and like he wants to hang it up so they're not going to be together. I would have even something. been okay with them not ending up together and him still ending up with the faceless woman of n unknown origin. Like mm -hmm. fine. You can still have that if that's really what you want. But like writers. But at least address the elephant that you put in the room. You put it there. That's the thing is like. <laughs> I very much thought towards the end, especially like Sam loved Eileen and I, he was obviously very concerned when she just vanished. Mm -hmm. So it was very out of character for Sam Winchester right. to 
just be like, I'm never going to talk about, I'm never going to talk about her again. Yeah. I'm just going to move on with my life, marry someone else. And it's cool. Yeah. Especially when they're at the pie fest, which I did think was cute. That was cute. That was cute. Um, and he says, oh, I'm just thinking about Jack and Cass, but he doesn't say anything about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Donna, who disappeared, Charlie, who disappeared, Bobby, who disappeared right in front of him. Yeah. He was there. That that was bizarre and like super out of character for him. It was out of character for both of them to be like, well, everybody we know disappeared. and mm-hmm. They're probably fine. It's cool. But pass me that pie, bro. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and I, no. I I read a thing where somebody was saying they probably addressed all of that, like, off screen. Like, we don't know how much time passed. We don't know, like, you know, what they did when they got back to the bunker. So they probably, like, know all of that. And I was like, okay, but if they know it and they're not going to talk about it and they're not going to show it to us, then how do we, the audience, know? Exactly, because I, I have no doubt that at some point they were like, oh, my God is everybody okay but and if you can't have those actors back on the the stage fine fucking whatever Mm -hmm. it takes that's the miracle of dialogue (laughs) right like just talk about it (laughs) just say yeah i've been pretty upset since we tried to call everybody Mm -hmm. and seems like they're not answering i guess i I don't know where they went i guess this reset like wasn't totally cool and that's not fair but isn't that just our life Cool. Yeah, like moving something. on. <laughs> Just something, cause, cause now I'm like, all right. When Dean gets up to heaven, I liked that there was the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. So one assumes that Ash and Joe and everybody's there, and Ellen assumes and, yes uh, yeah and and Bobby cleared up so much mm-hmm. in just a couple of sentences why couldn't he say oh yeah like oh yeah garth is here mm-hmm. and or well you know you're here but we can watch garth fuck everything up right. or like whatever or even like, if he said jack couldn't undo what chuck had done but at least he brought the souls to heaven yeah cool now at least i know where something. they are <laughs> something or like even i would have even accepted Jack's still working on it because he doesn't know what he's doing yet. Sure. Absolutely. That would have been fine. Like, you're here, I'm here, but, you know, we're still wondering where everybody else even mm-hmm. went. We're Jack figuring still it out. Looking. Yeah. I would have been okay with it, and then it would have, I would have fallen down a fan fiction hole. Right. Fine. Like, yeah, that gives people stuff to resolve, but now it's just like this open, kind of like yeah. bleeding wound that you don't want to be left with. It's so weird. Yeah. And then when he's like, oh, yeah, Jack came up here and he tore all the walls down in heaven. And it's one big happy family now. Cass helped, by the way. But we're just going to gloss right over that. <laughs> right? Not going to say and where he is or what's going yeah, on now. And I was like, <laughs> are there other Hello? angels? Yeah. Are like, you know, if if Cass got out of the empty, who else got out? Mm-hmm. Was it just him? Or like, is Gabriel running around up yep. here? Uh, do we need to worry about Lucifer again? Yeah. Like, who what else about got out? Meg and Ruby, who we know were like, like we saw Ruby in the empty. Yeah, uh, is she still there? It. I have so many, que- like, so many questions. I can, I can think it through in my own brain, but I cannot give the writers a pass on no. like leaving that up to the viewer. No. I don't and think that was cool. And what was I with the think, monkey? <laughs> uh, 
know. But like, I think that my, one of my biggest disappointments with the writers is they were so like weirdly determined to show us what happened to these side characters rather than characters that we've been like with for so long. So like, I mean, I love Kevin. I do. He's great. Mm -hmm. But we know more about what happened to him. They spent so long telling the story about what happened to Kevin. Yeah. We don't tell what happened to Eileen. Mm -hmm. What happened to Charlie? What happened to original Charlie? <laughs> yeah. Is she, is she in heaven? What happens if she and alternate Charlie are both in heaven? Mm. Like, then there's two Charlies I, in the same heaven? Or is there one heaven for all of the universes? So now that it's all shared, there's like multiples of everyone. Yeah, see, like, it's just so confusing. And, like, if I even got to the point of, like, if Dean drives down that road long enough, <laughs> is he going to stumble into, like, what used to be a border to somebody else's heaven mm. and suddenly, like, I don't know, just some random person? Like, is he going to run into Jimmy Novak? Like, yeah, true. Good question. You know? Like, I, I had so many questions and... How do you decide when you go up to heaven where you're at, who you're near, all this kind of stuff. So, like, let's say Dean really wants to be by Bobby, but Bobby's like, fuck you. Like, I need some space. <laughs> We're going to move your house, had... like, er, over there. <laughs> and and again, I know they can't address everything, but it was just kind of like, there's some, it was like, like I said, it was like Swiss cheese. Like, yeah. parts of it were really good, but there were these really big holes in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And overall, it kind of ruins the texture of the Swiss cheese when there's like too many holes. Like it's fine. It's the nature of Swiss cheese to have some holes. Can you tell we're hungry? Um, I'm so hungry. But... I ate more pie before we came on here, but I just, it's not enough. Um, like Swiss cheese is supposed to have holes. That's like the nature of Swiss cheese. So like I'm fine with some holes, but when there's so many holes that it feels like there's like not any cheese when you eat it. I was going to say there's more holes than cheese. That's like now you've ruined the balance of swiss cheese yeah that's it's the thing mm, it's a little much i loved like the the callbacks that we were getting all season mm -hmm. to earlier seasons that was lovely but when it really counted and i really wanted an explanation it wasn't there right so i was like a little bit miffed about that and especially when like you can utilize technology in the times of covid like, I've seen so many videos from, like, the sets of different shows and different, like, movies where they're like, well, we have to get around these guidelines or, like, we had to rewrite because of this. But it feels like they're trying to make it work. This felt like, well, we had to do this because of COVID and yeah, that's how it, it is. Kind of <laughs> kind of felt like they blamed COVID for some stuff for sure. Um, and I, I just felt like it could have been handled with simple changes, like a phone call, like mm -hmm. caller ID, like a video call, like a disembodied voice of light, like Casper style. You know, it could have been, yeah. been handled so many different ways when you can't have a physical actor on the set. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I never thought that I would give a shit what happened to Becky Rosen. But now you want to know. But now I'm like, so Chuck sent her away. We don't know where. And I honestly had thought for a long time that she would be back in some way. Because um, I was especially confused about how they set up the last two episodes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you defeated Chuck and 
Now you still got time to do stuff. Okay. To die. It's time to die. That's what you have. Okay. But I thought at some, like, I had this weird idea that it was like, okay, the, like, one of these is Becky's ending and one of these is Chuck's ending mm. or something like that. But I, I like, yeah, I wonder what, where did she go? What happened to her? And her kids. Is her, is her heaven, like, if she's in heaven, is she just watching Supernatural? Like, I don't Aww. know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And or she's, she's mad. Just, yeah. And she's like, what ending is this? Like. <laughs> she's one of those angry vloggers on the internet who's like, what the F, guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause I that's just, where I she had, started. I had so many questions and. Yeah, I but I think and get it out of my system now. But like my <laughs> biggest complaint was how Cass died. Yeah, that, it was it was very much mm. like a kill your kill your sort of kind of curious. I don't even want to say like kill that, your gaze, bury your gaze. Yeah, like it it upset me because you it upset a lot of people. Yeah, you can't really say like okay, it was clearly a declaration of romantic love. Like I think that you can. I, I, I'm okay if you don't even want to go that far. But mm-hmm. to have that be the last thing and then to essentially like have him get punished, which we knew was going to happen because that moment of happiness like immediately right. was going to send him to the empty. And we said like way back when when we were talking about it, we were like, it's totally going to be him saying that he loves Dean. Like that's oh, yeah. going to be his moment of happiness. So we knew it was coming. But then to not give him a real, his character, a real reprieve in heaven with Jack as the new god, like, just to mention it and not resolve it felt really bad. It felt like when Eileen got killed by the hellhounds that she couldn't hear. Right. Right. It was the... Oof. Or Charlie got Mm -hmm. murdered in that bathtub. Like, it felt wrong in the in the same way to me it did exactly and i mean you know of course i'm biased Cass is my my boy <laughs> i get it but like that first of all he didn't die yeah he he got whisked away to the empty right we don't know what happened to him there we assume the empty either tortured him or he's asleep mm-hmm. i have no idea um but he can't be either of those because jack used his help Right, so what happened to him? And then it's it just, to me, I read that Jensen had said he they did a couple of takes and he reacted kind of different every time. Mm. And I read all this stuff about how basically it came down to the CW saying, he's just going to stand there. Um, because we don't want to, like, basically confirm that dean is bi Mm. so really cw (laughs) that just really pissed me off because it's like you know representation matters Mm -hmm. and you set up like whether or not when you when you thought of castiel who was only supposed to be around for like three episodes or whatever and originally they were going to be bros whatever that's not where that story went yeah and then you had an opportunity in 2020 of all fucking years mm-hmm. to, even if Dean doesn't reciprocate, which I believe that he does, but let's just say <laughs> he doesn't. Let's pretend he doesn't. Like, <laughs> for him to just kind of stand there, uh, I was, like, insulted. Yeah. And then and to never mention Cass again. Yeah. It was like, are you 
fucking kidding me? Like, even if he, even if he didn't want to say I love you back or whatever, right. that was his best friend. Mm-hmm. That was somebody he's gone to purgatory for. That's someone he's gone to hell for. He, that and and he's just like, oh, oh, <laughs> close the book what? on that one. Like that's <laughs> like Ugh. what? Totally, bro. Yeah, it just it was insulting to me, and it just it seemed to me like Cass got fridged hardcore, and he deserved better. And also, all of the people in the fandom who are LGBTQ plus deserved better, because like again, I'm not saying that he, Dean must respond and say "I love you back" or anything like that, but it just felt like Cass, who technically is genderless, mm -hmm. put himself out there and said all these wonderful things, and then it was like. Anyway, like, it just didn't get addressed on the other end at all, and it just was not okay. Yeah. And I know I saw, like, a, a portion of the internet calling for it to have been Cass instead of Bobby who greeted Dean in heaven. I wondered if it was going to be him. I think it, I like that it was Bobby because it echoes the family dynamic. Yes. I'm fine with that. But to have Cass's name come out of Bobby's mouth and that was it, that upset me. That, that made me mad. Me because, <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, I agree. I think it was a good choice to have Bobby meet him up in heaven, um, his real dad, as it mm -hmm. were. And it was and our Bobby. Yeah, it we was haven't our Bobby. seen because it was we've the been, real Bobby. Yeah, because we've been seeing Apocalypse Bobby for so long. This was, like, presumably our Bobby, the Bobby from like their timeline. And mm -hmm. I loved that. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank goodness it wasn't John. Like, you know, yeah, I was great that, with that. That made me happy. But then, yeah, for him to just casually throw that out, I was disgusted, quite frankly, with the fact that Dean didn't go, wait, Cass is out. Right. Like, or where like, is he? He, or like, like, even if it's, like, awkward and he's not ready to see him yet or something, mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't buy that he just kind of, like, looks off into the distance <laughs> and is like, yeah, everybody's here and we're all happy. And that it's was like, him. no, like. <laughs> that was him communing with Cass for a moment. That's what we're supposed to assume. I have no it, idea. I have no was, idea. It was um, somebody left a toothpick in my piece of pie. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, you're done. Not, you're angry now. I'm not cool. I could have cut myself. It's not fine. Yeah. This could have seriously hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I liked Cass's little death speech, but it was also kind of like, this is bullshit. That all Dean did was ignore a phone call and cry a little bit. Yeah. And he, he drank some whiskey. Other than that. Doesn't really seem to be phased by anything. Like yeah. when I, I read another fan theory that said that Dean actually wanted to die because Cast because Cass left, because they were separated. And I was like, mm, mm, that seems a little much. I don't I don't like that. And the reason that I don't like it is that that feels like the brothers hiding stuff from each other again yes which like yes. enough of that um it also feels really cowardly for dean to take his own life that way i don't mm -hmm. i don't feel like that's within his character i feel like no. he would be like we're gonna like blow everything up like he would have a more ellen and joe-ish type 
yeah. death, if he was going to take his death into his own hands like that, it w- he would want it to be like more heroic. Oh yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't buy that. But I don't, I don't buy that either. I think that honestly, it's like I can't ever imagine Dean doing anything like that. But I, I thought he was going to die saving those kids, mm-hmm. or um, which he kind of did. And he kind of did. And I thought like, oh, they're going to see him die. They're going to grow up and be hunters. And yeah. they're going to replace the Winchesters kind of thing. Ugh, the or, spinoff. No. <laughs> like, I thought I thought he would die in a hunt somehow because that's always what he said mm-hmm. he wanted. And, that, and he just, he's not capable. He tried with Lisa. He's not capable of having that normal life as long as he's got murder weapons in the back of his trunk he's right. going yeah like he like can't he turn is. it off yeah right and that's why he needed sam to say it was okay mm-hmm. fine but like yeah the whole thing with Cass is like i didn't i because i've always got the feeling that like i kind of think he loves him but i think he's very uncomfortable with that and doesn't know what to do or what to say that's why i was like okay he doesn't know what to say that's like a lot of information yeah before your friend just die like dies like quote unquote sucked into the wall yeah. and it's like oh you made a deal you love me wait what <gasps> what's happening like, yeah <laughs> it's just a lot to take in i will i will buy that but how he acted thereafter mm-hmm. is unacceptable to me and the fact that the writers or the network whoever it was decided to not even address it like that's so not cool it gave me very much like a willow and tara kind of vibe where it was like oh are you guys kind of happy bye yeah and then we're just kind of like we might mention tara once in a while but Mm -hmm. anyway but only in like a passing way like yeah like it's something that we close the book on which i don't feel is how grief really happens no you know, and I think when you like literally have God on your side, like new God, not old God. Right. And you are literally in heaven and they mention your best friend who was literally an angel. You ask a few questions at that point. Yeah. That was <laughs> the thing is like, regardless of however he felt in return, like however the writers wanted to spin that, like, like he's uncomfortable with that revelation or maybe he's into it or like however they decide like regardless of how you and i feel about it whatever they decided dean winchester asks Mm -hmm. yeah he wants to know while he's asking all the questions that's definitely a question yeah i just i don't buy that and yeah and uh, yeah overall i was just like oh there's like that's the one of the biggest holes in this cheese <laughs> it's right in the middle <laughs> it is it's and really annoying it's an annoying it's, hole it is so i was like super not happy with that but i mean what can you do i didn't write it but i am curious to hear now what was the original ending yeah because i think that makes a difference because like oh well we were gonna do this that and the other thing but then we couldn't get misha or we couldn't do something or whatever like i just feel like honestly i feel like i need an explanation Mm -hmm. yeah and it i I fear that it will not be a good explanation no i don't either it's i read a lot of people um saying it was like homophobic 
and it was things like that. And it's like, I, it's a very complex relationship, of course, but like something about, I don't know if I'd call it, I don't know if homophobic is the right word, but it was definitely like, I'm not comfortable with how this got dealt with because it seemed very off in some way. I don't know. It felt to me like once Cass went into the empty, regardless of it was like once he declared his love or like once Mm -hmm. his deal was fulfilled or whatever, once he went into the empty, it was like he got erased from the story. Exactly. And And if, if you want to take that to like LGBTQ erasure or like by erasure, you know, like I, I feel like there's a good case for that, but no matter how you slice it, like, I think he got sacrificed on the altar of, like, the final episode has to be about the brothers. hmm I agree. And that sort of feels – the reason that that feels bad to me is that he was, like, a brother to them. Exactly. And that's – I think that's the thing is, like, even if Dean doesn't feel romantic about it, he – feels like this person this being is important it's He's family the family mm-hmm. his name is carved in the motherfucking table <laughs> right why don't you care yeah like so it feels like if you want to say that the last episode is a story about brothers or a story about family or any of those like you want to use any of those terms you can't divorce Cass from any of that and still have it be a satisfying ending right i agree I think, like, that's my problem with it. Like, whether or not you're a Destiel person, whether or not you're a Castiel person, like, putting all of that aside, it's tough for me to reconcile that gap with Dean's personality. Yeah. That was, I think, my biggest problem, one of my biggest problems with the final episode is both of them were very out of character. Yeah. In that way. Like, even though, cool, we're free now. Awesome. Uh, does that mean they don't care anymore about all of those people? Yeah. Did they somehow get, like, weird amnesia from the reset? Like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. It just Or did they just, like, assume that they went where they were supposed to go or whatever? And, again, it's like you said, it's probably got taken care of off screen. But, like, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. We're just the viewers, man. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's some bullshit. But. Okay, now that we've got that mostly out of our system, um, what about the rest of the season? Um, so, like the highs and the lows, and yeah, I think I think like the journey with Chuck to me was a really good part of the season. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed kind of like the twists and the turns, and like the you know like the double cross and then the triple cross and like. I think that was actually pretty cool. I wish it had been a little cleaner um, because it, I I got a little lost. It got a little muddy in the middle for me. It did. Where I was like, wait, God and Amara, but then like no Amara. She like doesn't matter, but then she's part of him, but then she's part of Jack. Like some of that was, uh, what? I had. (laughs) I had temporarily thought that, like, oh, since Amara's in Chuck, this is actually part of the Winchester plan, Mm. and she's going to be able to, like, throw him off of his groove at, like, an important moment. That didn't happen. (laughs) Because, like, they had set it up in previous seasons that Amara and Chuck were equal, Mm -hmm. but opposite. Mm -hmm. And 
in this one, it just seemed like Chuck was more powerful and had her like locked away in there. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a weird choice. I thought that Lucifer and Michael didn't get a fair shake. We kind of talked no. about that. Like yeah. it was like you built all of this up and like God went down to the empty to like get Lucifer and like Michael got released from hell during the beginning of the season. And it was like leading up to this whole like brother versus brother and then just, that we've been talking about for like 14 yeah years forever and it was better in season five than it was in season 15 and that's ridiculous yeah. that was so i think honestly there's like we just need to get mark pellegrino one more time <laughs> but not have him be like on set with too many other people <laughs> yeah um yeah we don't need fist fights um like let's just get him in and then get him out um which i like that was was, weird that was weird because yeah it was was, a weird choice they've been talking about michael versus lucifer Mm -hmm. since what yeah season like four and so so like yeah 11 years they've been building up to this and i thought oh maybe they're gonna pull how Remember how they said it always ends in Detroit? Mm-hmm. And it, and I thought when, when Dean had said, we'll give you the ending you want, I thought it was going to be actual Michael versus Lucifer for a second in the Winchesters. Mm-hmm. Didn't go that way. Fine. But the Michael versus Lucifer thing, they had made it sound like before, biblically, like this battle, it went on for days. Right. And it was crazy. It's a big and, deal. And, and, and instead this, I mean, it took maybe what, two minutes? Yep, it was, like, one and done. Like, boop, done. And I get that they were moving to a larger, like, double cross in that whole story. But then leave it out. Don't have one brother be the one that kills the other brother. Have it be somebody else. Have it go down a different way. Because now I just feel like you, like, built this all up. And Mm -hmm. then you just were like, we didn't have time to write that. We were doing other stuff. (laughs) And that was it. Yeah, it was... That was disappointing because they set up all the pieces for the game and then they just like knocked over the game board and, and like we're like, we have other things to do. Yeah. So it I didn't was like, oh, here's a loose end. Quick, tie that up. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. didn't love that. And after all of the Adam back and forth yeah. and back and forth and back and forth, they like gave it to us, but like, and then they took it away. <laughs> that poor guy. Um, so I wanted like more, I wanted more from that. And, you know, in light of Chuck and in light of all of the manipulation and all of that, like it was an understand, almost understandable choice to have the fight not really be about Michael and Lucifer at all, to have them just be pawns. Like, okay, I get that, Mm -hmm. but at least give the fight like a little bit more gravitas yeah i agree because i i didn't expect it to be like once things kind of unfolded more i didn't expect it to be michael and lucifer are helping chuck and then the winchesters take all of them out i didn't expect that Mm -hmm. but it it was just like really that was it yeah like you just kind of turned around and stabbed lucifer and that was that Mm -hmm. like it kind of seemed like oh i thought you guys were gonna have like major throwdown right the like, church gets demolished lightning like, and is, yeah yeah like a whole like, thing because they're two archangels because i mm-hmm. mean even the battle between gabriel and asmodeus had more mm-hmm. like 
stuff going on. This was just yep. like, ah, stab. Like, yep. what? And no. I thought I thought they were going to pull a, a weed in and have that be the battle that destroyed the bunker. I really thought oh, that that was going to be the way that that happened. And I understand, like, you know, we kept the bunker and, like, whatever for later. Like, okay, fine. But I really thought, like, at least there would be that level of destruction <laughs> before it was all said and done. You know, like yeah. a kind of nowhere to hide. Like, this is the end game because, like, everything that protected you is gone. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I just, like, I wanted a little bit more in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Something. Yes, I agree. I wanted it, more from that. Yeah. Like, like I said, I thought they'd at least demolish the church that they met up in. Mm -hmm. Something. Uh, something. Something. There should be some sort of destruction because this is, like, a big biblical, like, world-destroying situation face off they didn't they didn't even uh burn lucifer's wings into the floor right no wings like, nothing nothing i, I don't like, know um that would have been a good callback mm -hmm. to the earlier seasons because they kind of stopped doing that yeah but yeah when the it angels been die cool. and they have the wings yeah like come on guys yep What's i wanted just like something more from that like i was excited to see it i was like whoa who to thunk like michael and lucifer are back oh never mind okay cool <laughs> like oh wait oh yeah nope that's over yeah like lucifer's a stain on the floor now that's cool and then michael immediately got like taken out too so it was just it felt like just like a bump in the road that i was like why'd you even put it there yeah exactly and then i kind of had questions about Chuck, at one point earlier in the season, says, remember, I'm omniscient. I know everything. Mm -hmm. But then he doesn't know the Winchester's plan later? Does, yeah. Like, are they somehow blocked off from him? Like, I don't... I had questions about that. Yeah. And, that, and I also have questions about who the fuck is death now? Yeah, right? And, like... what Did a Reaper come and get Dean? Did a Reaper come and get Sam? Like, I really wanted... To tie back in the death storyline when both of our mm -hmm. main characters died in the last episode. Like, I wanted something to be there. Something yeah. like that felt like another hole to like that was, fill. That was definitely another hole because it was like, okay, so you killed Billy. Mm -hmm. Which, and then Lucifer, fine. fine. Lucifer creates a new death. Mm -hmm. fine. fine. But then she gets axed. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then if Dean dies two weeks later, which, by the way, bummer. Right. Like, <laughs> went through all of that to live. Two weeks of freedom. And then, boom, dead. Yeah. Like, who, yeah, who came and took Dean? And like, or, like, did when Jack restored things, did he pick a new death? Who is it? Mm -hmm. Is it somebody we know? Or is it, like, I, I don't know. I, I have so many questions. Yeah. Yeah. Are there no Reapers anymore because heaven is different now? Like, I, I don't, there's no way to know. There's like literally no, they didn't, they made such a big mythological point about that character, the concept, the rules, the importance of all of that. And then they just kind of were like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I. And maybe if they had told the story a little bit different, I wouldn't be so like concerned with that. But it's like, you made it a whole big thing. Like only death can read this book and then death dies how are people dying now? Yeah. Like, like, okay, but maybe there's still, okay, maybe there's still Reapers, but 
are they just kind of going around all willy-nilly? Because I thought death told them when to go or, you know. Yeah, like it was an ordered. That was like a point of order with the universe. Yeah, to be like dead like me, they get a post-it. You Mm -hmm. know, like I don't know how it works. Yeah. Like, Yeah, well, and and if death is still like an enduring concept wherein we assume death will still reap Jack. Right. Eventually, because that was like the big cosmological Mm -hmm. story. Who is it? Where are they? Right. What's the relationship between Jack and death? If the relationship between death and Chuck was so like adversarial, understandably so, Chuck's a dick. Um, But Billy's kind of turned out to be a little bit of a jerk too. Um, You know, like wanting the power for herself. And she upset the balance. And then the balance got reset. But we only saw one part of it. That's a little annoying. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. It And like Dean Winchester, the Death Slayer, because like he's killed two of them now. Um, I feel like that would be a question that I would have as Dean. Like, hey, who's death now? Like to the Reaper that presumably came and got him when he died. Like, explain it to me. What happened since I last saw you guys? Like, hey, yeah. what's up? Um And I feel like that could have been very short, like edit in, you know, a reaper comes and gets him and says, there's a new death now. She's really cool. Maybe you'll meet her one day. Done. That's all I needed. Something. Two seconds. I don't know. There were just some things. I'm I'm upset that like, I feel like Jody and Donna didn't really get their fair shake. I feel like. Charlie didn't get her fair shake still. <laughs> her girlfriend? Uh, I have so many questions. Like, I, mm, mm. like yes. <laughs> and I guess one of the overall problems that I have with this show, my all-time favorite show, but there, let's admit it, there are problems. Yes. You can um, love something and be critical of it at the same time. Yeah. And the thing for me is over the years, they have listened to the fans about certain things. Mm-hmm. And blatantly ignored other things. True. And while this story is about two brothers cruising the country in their muscle car, let's face it, most of the fans are women. True. And again, time and time and time again, all of these fans have stood up and said, why do you keep killing all of the women? And not just killing them, but killing them in these fucking horrible ways. Mm-hmm. And they just still do it or they create like Jody and Donna who are awesome and I just love them but then not only do they presumably just vanish into thin air in a Thanos snap right and then never come back or whatever and then never come back or it's just like they become so in the background Mm -hmm. that they don't seem to matter as much it's it's yeah a problem for me because and like you said like the way Eileen died, the way Charlie died, it was awful. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and they they die terrible deaths again. And any yeah, it just seems like anybody who's a woman just doesn't get whether they get killed or not, they just don't get treated correctly. Yeah, right down to Sam's faceless, nameless wife. 
Right. In the finale. Right. I think she was just there to give him a baby Dean. And that is kind of annoying. Yeah. And I I still don't understand because it kind of looked from a distance like it could be Eileen. Mm -hmm. But why not? I don't know. Show them. Show them signing at the dinner table. You don't, again, you don't even have to have her, the actress, be there. Show Mm -hmm. him and his son signing in the kitchen. And then we're like, oh, aha, you know, (laughs) or something, something. anything. And I just, you know, and I mean, like Kaya, she didn't get a super great ending. And I mean, I personally don't give a shit what happened to Claire. (laughs) But they made such a big deal out of them. And then it was like, because they didn't, their spinoff didn't happen. They don't matter. They don't matter. Exactly. And then. I mean, even Billy, it's like she died because there's a new death. So I assume that the empty killed her. Yeah. Somehow. It's weird. Um, (laughs) Or whatever. She's off the board. So there should be a new death. But like even her death, it was like, oh, she just got like sucked into the tar pit. It's Mm -hmm. weird. And she was already dying. She had, like, a mortal wound. Yeah. So we can assume, like, okay, but is the empty where death goes when they die? Is that, like, normal? Or was that, like, a special thing for her? Because the empty was pissed at her. mm, It's, like, rough to, to make it all fit together when they left it kind of, like, half done. And, like, a little messy. Like, it's hard That's, to reconcile everything. It is. And and I understand it's a lot. It's 15 years worth of stuff that you got yes, to tie up. Yes, absolutely. But don't half-ass it for, like, this, this fandom in particular mm-hmm. <laughs> is right. very vocal, very involved, yes. very all that stuff. And I, you know, I don't know. Like, I kind of... I know that the actors kind of have to do what the writers say and stuff, but I am just surprised that they didn't, like, at some point, Felicia Day wasn't like, excuse <laughs> Hello. me. Hello. Like. <laughs> New. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think, <sighs> like, for me, the episodes, well, and I have, like, multiple feelings about this because we talked about how the episodes, when they came back after mm-hmm. the long, so, like, 14, 15, 16, those were feeling so strong. They were. They had mm-hmm. such a good like balance between monster of the week and like myth myth arc. But now I look back on them and I see them as a missed opportunity given yeah. where we ended up. So like my feelings about those like were so strong. They were so positive in the moment. And now I'm like, but do I really feel good about those episodes or do they now feel like they should have been different? given the holes that occurred the sinkholes that were present the whole time that we didn't see until later like could we have filled them by making changes in those episodes maybe i mean i still love mrs butters she was awesome i loved that episode with the baba yaga i thought that was great Mm -hmm. oh man like a throwback to like the young them and like just such a classic episode with a new monster like four episodes to the end. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. 
Um, I thought those were really good. Like, I really liked those two episodes as standalone episodes. But when I look at them and their placement in the season, ugh, it, it just makes me feel weird about them. <laughs> yeah, and then I kind of, I think I need to rewatch The Gamblers. Mm, um, the one with Fortuna. Yeah, um, because we also know, we know from The Gamblers, we know from Hammer of the Gods, all that kind of stuff, in previous seasons where they had other deities, like, did did Chuck take all of them out? Or how does that work? Because as I think it was Kali said in Hammer of the Gods, she said, you know, we all have our versions at the end of the world. Why mm -hmm. do you get to do it? Mm -hmm. So I would assume because you've set that up. And the, granted, that was a long, long time ago. Right. But in this season, you chose to bring in Fortuna. So it's like, I think it needed to be addressed that what did, what did Chuck or somebody do? Mm -hmm. to the rest of them why didn't they kind of show up at the end to be like excuse us right like who says you get to end the world you jerk like <laughs> and either take him on or help him yeah or something but at you least know, have just, an I, opinion about it one way or the I other was, <laughs> i was thrown a little bit by that because it you know i don't think it would have thrown me as much if fortuna hadn't been in this season but mm -hmm. she was yeah and Fortuna does say that Chuck created her. Okay. And that that's why she's so miffed at him. Um, right. And that's why okay. she helps. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's why she kind of like helps them a little bit. Like kind of like gives them back the luck, the magic that Chuck took away from them in the previous episode mm -hmm. um, with Garth. You know, when they right. like, were kind of – it was sort of like a dark – shadow dark reflection was, yeah of like bad day at black rock mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of it was cute um but like she has a grudge against god and she's like i'll give you your power back because like that guy's like dad's a jerk and they were like yeah we get it dad is a jerk you know <laughs> a tad <laughs> so like if you want to say that like chuck created fortuna and they kind of do a similar thing with um, the musical episode too, mm -hmm. where like he's involved with that whole like Calliope, you know, like muse thing. Um, do we go so far as to say that he like created all of them? It doesn't seem like those two things match. Like, did he create like Odin and like Balder and like Kali and all of them? Because if it was really him and Amara at the Big Bang, like, at the very beginning, which they do say, mm -hmm. and he's created all of these other worlds, where do the other deities come in? Yes, yeah, I have questions. I have so many questions. You know, I feel uh. the cosmology is, like, confusing now. <laughs> It is because it's, I, I forgot that he, that Fortuna had been created by Chuck, but yeah, like because back in Hammer of the Gods, yeah, Kali made it sound like we were here before mm -hmm. you guys even heard of Chuck. Exactly, she was like calling so, them like the new kids, like the youngins, you know, <laughs> like right. referring mostly to the angels in that mm -hmm. particular episode. It was like about Lucifer and Gabriel, but 
if they were like the youngins on the scene, does that mean Chuck is also a youngin on the, the deity scene? Or were they created at some point before angels were? But after Leviathans, maybe. And like, <laughs> I don't, I, I, they spent so much time giving us like, you know, Leviathan's backstory and like Eve's backstory yeah. and like Lilith's backstory and all of this. And then they put all of these other mythological creatures like into the story. If you go all the way, all the way back to the Christmas, very supernatural Christmas, they yes. were pissed about like Christianity honing in, like muscling in on their jam. Oh, yeah. That so, and the one, whatever the one was with Paris Hilton, she was a pagan mm-hmm. god too. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. And we had like the scarecrow at the very, very beginning. Like mm-hmm. they've they've dipped into those like if monsters are real, gods and monsters and like mythological creatures are also real. And that's great. That's really cool. But how do you reconcile that with Chuck and Amara? Right. I don't feel like we really ever got a satisfactory answer to that question. No. And that kind of annoys me. <laughs> same. Same, <laughs> it, same. It feels very comic booky, where they're just like, I don't know, all this stuff just exists. We pulled stuff from everywhere. But, like, that's not an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the other one that I, that I was like, what the fuck, was... <laughs> Atomic Monsters. Mm, Jensen's um, episode. Yeah. So overall, very good. But my one question was, of all the fucking people to bring back, <laughs> why did we bring back Benny? Uh, I, mm. no, shenanigans. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Part of me is like, because they wanted to hint at vampires killing Dean at the very end. And then another part of me is like, how many freaking vampires have been on this show <laughs> that we had to pick him? And yeah. I don't know. It feels like a sort of revisit of uh, what was the episode called? It was like really early on to the one that was like done with found footage with the werewolves. Oh, heart something. I think. I think so. Something about a heart. Um, <laughs> it felt kind of like that with the like kids and the cheerleader and like the family and all of that. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But I couldn't, couldn't reconcile that with Benny. That was just like such a random thing to me. It was so weird thing to me. Such like, a weird choice. I liked Kevin coming back mm-hmm. and, and people like that. But I was like, Benny. Yeah. What a weird choice. Yeah. Hmm. It could have been a lot of other other things, especially in it's like Sam's nightmare, but Sam didn't really know Benny. Yeah, it was it was weird. And then I also thought going back to the finale, it was weird to bring back rando vampire from Jenny. Yeah, Jenny from a million years ago, yeah. which Okay, that's that's kind of cool to bring back somebody from way back when, but mm-hmm. also Dean still remembers her name. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. How many I vampires like, has he killed? <laughs> kind of familiar. I you yeah, know, it was weird. And then she's like, "I'm Jenny," and he's like, "Sorry, there have been a lot of Jennies." 
you know, <laughs> that would have felt more. <laughs> yeah, that would have felt more in character for Dean. And we still, as the audience, would have gotten the identification of like who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And I, I like that we brought back Lilith. I thought that was really cool. That and was. like Lilith working with Chuck now was like kind of cool. Um, you know, of course we needed a She's shifty. <laughs> she well, <laughs> you know, um I understand her complicated relationship with everyone that's more powerful than her. You know, I feel like we spend enough time with her mm-hmm. that I like understand her character. She wants to find the biggest bully on the playground. Yeah. And then, like, tie her, like, hitch her wagon to that star, you know? Peter Pettigrew. (laughs) Right. She's the Peter Pettigrew of the whole situation. Um, I didn't think we needed, like, those other random demons in that episode, like Belphegor and Ardat and all of that. I was like, this is too much information. What? Belphegor was, that was, like, a weird excuse to keep Alexander Calvert around. It was just, like... Okay. Yeah. It was, I feel like I would have been fine with him just having been like, oh, Jack's dead for that episode, you know? Okay. Well, and and (laughs) Dean and Cass have both been to hell several times. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me that they don't know how to find whatever. Yeah, whatever the the MacGuffin is. The horn of whatever it was. (laughs) The crook. I don't remember. Lilith's crook. Oh. Well, it's cro- I was going to say the Horn of Gabriel, but that didn't seem right. But like, <laughs> That was a different season. Yeah, I was like, there's so many things. <laughs> so many artifacts. Um, yeah, and I, I did enjoy the little scene where Rowena sat them down, and she's like, okay, boys, what are you <laughs> yes. fighting about? But it just seemed like we could have had that, especially since we find out that Rowena's running the show. Mm-hmm. Why did we even need Belphegor? We didn't. Like, it was so weird. We didn't, and I... I feel like it was to to make like a point maybe to make a point about Mary. I everybody just seemed so <sighs> torn up about Mary for the beginning of the season and then like so not torn up about everyone else toward the end of the season. <laughs> the, right. That felt really imbalanced to me. Like I get it Mary was like their mom and like it was a big deal and we were supposed to have all of these like carryover feelings from season 14 to season 15. Like okay. But it felt like imbalanced feelings. Like we put so much feelings of all the characters on Mary at the beginning of the season that then there was like very little left towards the end of the season. So like I would have taken a little less Mary feels at the beginning not just because I personally don't care, but because right. like it would have left more emotional space for everyone else. Well, yeah, because Sam was more torn up about Rowena than like at the beginning of the season than anybody was upset at the end. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I, yeah, it just it, it was really out of whack. Yeah, that felt um, it felt like they were like, oh, we did so many feelings. We're over the feelings now. Like no more feelings. <laughs> Yeah, they'd had too many chick flick moments because they were upset about Rowena. They were upset about Kevin. They were upset about Mary. And then they were like, oh, I guess we just don't care anymore. I've cried all my tears. It, it just, it was yeah. really odd. They seemed more upset about Catch than they were about Cass. Yes. Which is so weird to say. And like, I was upset about Catch by the time he kicked it too. I was like, man, well, yeah. they give I didn't me think I would be. complicated feelings, you know? But that doesn't mean that, like, I, the viewer, 
don't want to feel my feelings and have the the characters feel feelings with me like later Mm -hmm. so that was a little miffy for me yeah but one thing i really liked do tell let's be positive (laughs) rachel minor yes that was great that was so good i was so happy that they found a way to Mm -hmm. get her in there yes and to accommodate her Mm -hmm. that was and it's a special kind of torture for Cass. yes so it was like very good that was a great choice really good call back Mm -hmm. to the to the earlier parts of the series and i liked that she wasn't who you thought she was at Mm -hmm. first and I liked that then every time she appeared after that um, as the shadow or the empty, it was always her and you didn't have to like guess who it was every time. Yeah. I really liked that they kept it consistent yep. and that she was always sitting down, but it, in a way that it made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. And I loved um, speaking of like character, speaking of that episode and characters coming back, I think it was 13 too, like the occultum episode where you had Daniil mm. and Genevieve in the same episode. <laughs> loved yeah. it. I loved that. That was amazing. I loved Anna and Ruby or Anayel. Anayel, yeah. And Ruby, um, kind of like the angel and the de- – like the literal angel and demon. I just – oh, that was so cute. Like that was great storytelling that was a fun way to like harken back to the earlier seasons that episode actually because that's the episode where where the empty comes back as meg Mm -hmm. as rachel minor like that one is the right way to bring back deceased female characters that's a great example like textbook good job that was good yes even though the occultum was another mcguffin um, and I was like, God, what? So <laughs> um, but I, I liked that. And I liked the Garden of Eden at the end of that episode, too. Um, mm-hmm. And Jack getting his soul back magically. Uh, I thought that was like a really cool way to use biblical mythology and like the creation story to actually help the characters. Mm-hmm. So fun. That was a great episode. I'm glad that you was. reminded me of that. That was a good episode. I loved it. Hmm. That was good. Yeah, I um, I also really liked Golden Time, which was the return of Eileen. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah, um, and a clever. That was like a really clever episode. It was, and I think because that was one of the times where I felt like, oh, the writers listened. <laughs> yeah, right. Because everybody was pissed about Eileen, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Um. Yeah, um, but I liked that that they brought her back and they did it in that particular way. And also that was like what brought Cass back to helping people after once again, they all had all split up because so-and-so is angry because you got so-and-so <laughs> killed. Because yeah. when they did that at, towards the beginning of the season, I was like, I swear, if Sam picks up his backpack and walks down the road, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, not again. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was a good that was a good episode. Yeah. Um, it was a fun way to bring witches back into the story after Rowena's mm-hmm. death, too. Mm-hmm. So like it felt like a very classic episode in a lot of ways. Yeah, it 
did. Um, and that that was a really good one. She did yeah. not get her fair shake by the end, but I liked seeing Eileen back. And then like back with Sam. I liked how much I liked how much we saw her too, because mm-hmm. um not only did she come back and I liked that her and Sam kind of picked back up where they left off and because yeah, I remember when she first showed up, I was like, oh, Sam. <laughs> There's something here, yeah. <laughs> clicking, I like this. And and I also was like, hey, kudos for the representation mm-hmm. of, of deaf people. And that's wonderful. And, and I loved when her and Sam would sign to each other. I just like fangirled so, so hard. So cute. So cute. And I like how sassy she is mm-hmm. and everything. So I was glad that she came back. I was really worried about when they were in Reno, because we all know shit goes down in Reno. <laughs> Uh, Reno never gets a good good time like it's never (laughs) our casinos are a little nicer than that one they don't look like that (laughs) yeah um but I did I I thought that was funny that Amara was still in Reno like but I I was worried when Eileen like Chuck was trying to get her to kill Sam yeah I was kind of worried that that she was gonna die another horrific death Mm -hmm. by slot machine or something (laughs) And I was glad how, it didn't go that how way. How does that work, death by slot yeah, machine? <laughs> I don't know. But it just seemed like she was going to die like some other kind of shitty death. Yeah. And Sam was going to witness it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it didn't go that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm even okay with the, the final reveal of like, well, that was all Chuck's doing. Like, he was manipulating Sam to bring back Eileen so that he could use her against him. I was even okay with that. Because I was like, it gets her back on our screens and, like, she still has free will. So even if it was God's choice to bring her back and, like, he was trying to manipulate everybody, she is a strong enough character that they can stop it. They can fix it. That didn't end up happening. Who the hell knows what ended up happening? But I was, like, even okay with that part of her story where she was, like, a tool yeah, to be used against them. I was, like, okay, just don't kill her in another terrible way. <laughs> and then they, like, sort of did but sort of didn't. And then I was just unsatisfied at the end. And on the one hand, I also, in general, understood – maybe i well i doubt they wrote it before then but like i understood like how chuck just like snap everybody's gone Mm -hmm. but it just like all i could think about was thanos yeah that was all i could think about and i kind of even waited for them to make a joke about it Mm -hmm. what do you think this is a marvel movie yeah something and i just kind of waited for that kind of dig but like her death this time around wasn't as scarring for Mm -hmm. sure but yeah and, like, while speaking of characters that, like, we were happy to see again, but then, like, eh, um, I loved that Garth came back in this season. Oh, my God. I loved him so much. So good. Episode. So good. But I wish we hadn't gotten the, like, monster fight club because that felt very, like, mid-middle series angel to me. I was just going to say uh. that was, like, when I saw that one on one hand, <laughs> yay, Garth, one yeah. last time. I was worried Garth would die. Me too. And I'm glad he um. didn't. I'm glad he didn't. Theoretically. But, we don't know what happened, but well, sure. Well, he didn't die at that time. Right. <laughs> um, but that was one of the episodes where I was kind of like, so did you guys just go back and watch every other <laughs> fantasy series ever and just start kind of taking stuff? Because yeah. it, that was all I could think about was Angel. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep. And I was like 
cool with that being the episode where like Sam and Dean lose their like god mojo and they turn into like normal people and to have Garth be the one kind of guiding them on that yeah. difficulty because he is a normal person even though he's a werewolf and all that good stuff. He started like, out normal. Yeah, he started out as a dentist. So like I love that they brought in the everyman to like teach Sam and Dean how to be everyman. Great. But then we moved to the weird vampire and the weird monster hunt monster fight club and I was like okay, what? <laughs> that took a weird turn. So like I like part of that episode and then part of it I was like we could have done something else yeah I don't I, know. I loved seeing Garth's family little so little adorable Sam and Castiel which I thought was hilarious mm-hmm. that he had named his kids that <laughs> no Dean yeah. no Dean <laughs> except yeah. for Sam naming his kid Dean so I like that like between them all we got one kid of each name that's cute yeah yeah um, maybe they'll all be friends. Who knows? Aw, that'd be so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I liked the the dentist reference and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I did think the tap dancing was weird. That was weird, but you know, let Jensen I know, do. <laughs> I know he was on Novocaine or whatever, but like, <laughs> it was still. It was one of those things where they're just like, you want to see something else that Jensen Ackles yeah. is like really good at for no fucking reason? We're giving him like, things to put on his resume. <laughs> sure. Dude. Dude. Um, and I loved like it that episode ending with Garth dancing with his wife. Like it was just so wholesome. It just felt so wholesome. So cute. And now like looking back on the seri- on the season, I see like reflections of Sam mm-hmm. in that journey like that sort of picture of garth's life but it also makes me want to have understood sam's life after dean's death better because i feel like they did such a good job of like showing us garth's life journey in Mm -hmm. small little moments and then they kind of like were drunk when it was time to do that with sam and we just got him like crying in a car in a bad wig they just montaged the shit out of that but they they did the wrong montages. Cause like <laughs> I I got when Bobby said he'll be along mm-hmm. eventually. And I loved that Bobby said that because that kind of comforted Dean because mm-hmm. they don't do well without the other. Yes. And we know from previous everything that even if the previous walls everything been, <laughs> even if the walls hadn't been torn down, they share a heaven. Yeah. So we we already knew, okay, like that was my that was like my comfort is I was like, okay, but they are gonna see each other mm-hmm. again. And the one silver lining of all the shit they've been through is they know what happens when yeah. you die. Right. And I loved that when Dean said, Oh, at least I made it to heaven. Mm-hmm. So he like he knew he was gonna go somewhere. Yeah. Um I liked all that, but then it just the montage thing where I was like, okay, time passes different between heaven and earth. Fine. But, like, in the time it took Dean to, like, drive 10 minutes down the road, Sam lived his entire life. And and the way that they did the montage, like, I wanted it to be, like, yeah, here he is getting back with Eileen Mm -hmm. or meeting someone new, whoever that mystery woman was. And and the overalls with the name Dean on the front was a little much. Yeah. I I love that he named the kid Dean. Mm -hmm. Of course he did. But I don't know. I just can't see... 
Sam bedazzling <laughs> overalls. Could he have not been like picking his kid up from school and then like the name was on a backpack or like helping him with his homework and we see the name like at the top of the page? Like teaching him how to write the name. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something like, there could have been like other ways to accomplish that same end. You're not supposed to put your name on your children's clothes. It like helps them get abducted. Just saying, Sam. Yeah. You should know better. <laughs> Do better. Um and I kind of taking his kid to karate class because he's <laughs> right? paranoid. Uh and I kind of wanted to see like not just and I know like maybe COVID changed this too. I kind of wanted to see like Sam's grandkids and like know that he had done like set up a life for his son where like the name winchester lived on you know or something like him yeah. and his pregnant wife if you could just like can't have too many people on the set like show us baby dean and his wife visibly pregnant so that we know that like that kid mm -hmm. that kid has lived like a good life that kid wasn't didn't get john winchestered you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I just I wanted a little bit more from that, especially comparing it to Garth's story. Mm -hmm. When I look at the two of them side by side, it makes me feel like there's too much missing from Sam's every man story. Yeah, because it was just like a couple of shots of him and his kid at various points. And it was like, OK, apparently your wife doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I also want to know. What kind of job did Sam go get? Yeah. Like, professor, did you not see the reading glasses? That, that was exactly <laughs> what I thought was like, he would be like some kind of professor. Or mm -hmm. did he go back and be a lawyer? Like, oh, that would have know, been cute. Yeah. Or, or something. Or I would have liked if he would have had more than one kid too. Maybe he named his other kid Jess. I don't know. Uh oh, that's like, weird. But yeah. Well, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just had I had so many questions about all of that. And then it's like you said, but when you go back and you think about earlier episodes in the season, it brings more mm -hmm. questions. Like, I feel like if we go back and we start the series over yet again, <laughs> which is going to happen, gonna have, I'm going to have fuck near a textbook of questions that mm -hmm. I understand. Once again, you can't answer all that in the finale. And no matter what they did, there would have been questions about something. Totally. You can't wrap it all up. It's 15 years and you're trying to wrap it up in 20 episodes. It's That's a tall order. And I get it. But I think this season suffered a lot from what I feel is lazy writing. Yeah. And I can't and even. I can't forgive it. And I can't put it on like, well, the pandemic happened and that because mm. that gave them more time. It did. To work on things and to like solve problems. Like if yeah. they're if they recognize them as problems, which I think is the issue here. The writers, the creators did not recognize these flaws as flaws. No, they didn't because we know for a fact they rewrote the finale. Mm -hmm. So why not fix things? And if you created new problems, stop and think about them for a second. <laughs> like, oops, we rewrote that and now we've broken the world right Ugh, that's a little rough the season also lasted for like over a year <laughs> it was like a year yeah. and a month it was the season that never ended it did and i just i feel like they pushed a lot of the blame onto well we couldn't do this because mm -hmm. of the pandemic but there's so many ways to work around certain things 
You can bring in video calls. You can yep. bring in emails. You yep. can bring in text messages or voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Like, like Cass's last appearance technically was when he when Lucifer pretended to be him. Right. So you had to get Misha to do that. Why couldn't like you couldn't use somebody else's voice or like you said, like the big ball of light mm-hmm. or. There's just so many things they could have done differently and fixed little things with dialogue or... Yep. Just small changes. It didn't even have to be like, well, you have to add another hour. Would I have liked to have seen a two-hour finale? Absolutely. Absolutely. They deserved it. And I feel like that would have given more time to Mm -hmm. wrap shit up. But even if you didn't do that, even if you were like, CW said one episode, 42 minutes, that's it. Use your time a little bit more thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. And just like more constructively. And I think it would have fixed a lot. Not everything, but it would have fixed a lot. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I I really liked that we got to see the little montage at the beginning where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, Sam goes on a jog and actually has time to stand there and look at the lake. Dean adopted a fucking dog. Yeah. Something I, I never I thought that. would happen. Like. That was cute. It was nice. It was nice to Mm -hmm. see them living, even though they were still in the bunker and even though they were still hunters, they were like their own men. And that was nice. I enjoyed that. I liked that they left carry on until the end of the episode. I thought that was really cute. That was good writing. That was a good writing choice. Yeah. And I Um, like that Dean was like, I love this song. Yes. I liked the outfits in heaven matching the outfits from the, the pilot. So cute. I liked that baby had a different license plate in heaven. She had the original uh-huh. license plate. That was so cute. Like the set dressers and the costume people, like good job. That was really smart stuff. That was good stuff. I loved the the bridge. You even texted me and you were like, a bridge at the end. That was adorable. Really nice. Like, Well, because that also called back to the woman in white. Mm-hmm. So cute. That was like so good. Um, but there were just some things and like parts of the dialogue were even like pulled right from Woman in White too. Mm-hmm. When they were like, I don't want to do this by myself. You don't have to. Like all of that was was really yeah. nice. There's just some things that make me ragey. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like again, Swiss cheese. Yeah. But... Swiss cheese and, and pie. And I also have <laughs> – questions about what do they do in heaven now like i and, and i guess that would they be like the realm drink the that's like the realm of fan fiction and stuff but like yeah. me personally like i wonder like because okay you've still got your car mm-hmm. and you drive around a lot but now you don't have like do they just go to pie festivals and like <laughs> every day every day yeah, like you know like are they like because they drove around the country who knows how many times mm-hmm. and they didn't get to like enjoy it which reminds me of sam standing there looking at the lake and going like ah i have time to like do this yes but, like, yeah, do they, like, keep going on road trips, but now they get to, like, go see shit? <laughs> They're actually like, going to go see the giant ball of twine and, like, the... <laughs> yeah, or do they hang out at the at the roadhouse and play poker all day? Like, I just, mm-hmm. I wonder, like, what, like, what, because they did all that stuff for so long, do they even know, like, what they like to do Yeah. to be happy? They're going to learn how to bake bread and do puzzles and basically live like we all lived in quarantine. That's... That's what heaven is going to be. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a really good question. I feel like my brain tells me it's going to be like a lot of family dinners and 
um, you know, just like time passes differently. So they can, mm-hmm. they can live a moment and an eternity at the same time, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, I mean, Dean hasn't even been in heaven for a day. Yeah. It's just, it was him. a quick drive, just a quick leisurely drive in the woods that looks suspiciously like Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> Mm, as did Vancouver yeah as did many forests and places throughout these 15 years looks suspiciously like Vancouver Um, (laughs) but I I'm okay with them getting that happy ending I just I don't mm, agree with how it got there yeah necessarily it didn't feel like the perfect kind of happy I guess or something and now we can never take it back. <laughs> right. I Please. Agree. I, I just... Um... No reboots, no surprise season 16, no spinoff. No. Con- like, mm-mm-mm. They can't really make a comic series. I mean, they can. Kind of like they did with that anime where it was like yeah. the missing like cases or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like they really left nowhere for the story to go from here, which I think was a good choice. Well, because I think... For like Jared and Jensen, it's like, okay, now we're done. Mm-hmm. And if they went back to it, I think it would be the same issue where they'd be like, oh, and we're gonna we're gonna stay back though. And so I think that they had to close that door. Yeah. Because they they deserve to go do other things. Like Jared and Jensen equates to <laughs> Dean and Sam and they get to go do yes. what they want to do. They're free now. Yes. And like, they can still be together. Their houses are still close together. Their kids are friends. They own a business to get like they can still have their bro time and they can do whatever they want. They have free will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Misha can come and visit. Whatever they're going to do. Yes. And bring his children and then everyone can get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and they still are going to be doing cons for mm-hmm. a while um, once COVID is over. I'm hoping that we can go to one because I don't know if they're only going to do one more year of those or, or, you know, who knows how long that's because, you know, it's like Matt Cohen. He went and is on some soap opera or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get them all back and yeah, understandably, but I'm glad that, you know, because they missed a lot of their kids' childhoods Mm -hmm. to do that for us. So thank you. Yeah. As, as they said at the very end of the episode, thank you. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's nice to see. That they were going to hold on to their characters. They were like, those characters are never going to leave us. But, like, we've told their story. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good way to for fans to think about it, too. It's like, the story has been told. Just because the story's over doesn't mean the feelings are over. It doesn't mean the friendships and the family is over. You can always rewatch it if you want to revisit your favorite stuff and you can leave out the stuff you don't like. Um, you, can, you can go gish. Yep. You can write all of the fan fiction about it. You can like, you know, do all of the art projects about it, like whatever. You can still participate in the fandom without the show still being like producing new episodes. And I think that mm-hmm. is a great place to be in this time. It didn't get canceled and like end, you know, just like, boop, that's it. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think this was like a pretty good version of the universe, if you will, to borrow a page from Chuck's book. Maybe not the perfect one, maybe not the best one, but uh, it could be worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I think 
I feel pretty secure in saying it's always going to be my favorite show yeah. of all time. Um, with all of its imperfections mm-hmm. and everything. And I have questions. I'm always going to have questions. And I'm I'm disappointed with certain things. But overall, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to remember the good over yes. time, too. Like, more than the bad. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and that, that and feels when you good. Go back and, and when you go back and rewatch, like, it, like, it's always going to be... It's Christmas. I'm watching mm-hmm. this fudging episode. I'm going, you know, like every Groundhog Day I watch Mystery Spot. Like it's, yeah, it's just part of my life, mm-hmm. you know. And that's not going to so. change. Mm-mm. And I think that that is like, that's the magic of this series is like there's enough to take away enough good and they've made a good positive impact on the world. Yeah. And that is something to be proud of and to be proud to participate in, even if you don't agree with every decision. Yes. You know, like take the good, don't take the bad, maybe like leave it alone. (laughs) Skip some episodes. Skip some stuff that you don't like, you know, like have your like headcanon, whatever it takes. But um, like don't throw out all the good just because like thing certain things were upsetting mm-hmm. that's my life advice for today <laughs> i agree 100 percent. so i'm not even gonna rate it me either nope we've got a couple of seasons left in the middle that we haven't reviewed yet by like season by season so mm-hmm. we'll be revisiting supernatural again in the future this is not like Always. the end the end <laughs> Um, it's just the end of the road of the show and that's okay. That's Mm -hmm. okay. It's okay. You can rest now. (laughs) (laughs) You had to, I was doing so well. (laughs) Now you had to give me the feels. You can go now. (laughs) Mm. So we will be back in two weeks. So that is Mm -hmm. the week after Thanksgiving. Um, to talk about another Diana Rowland series, the first book Hell in yeah. her other series. Um, it's called The Mark of the Demon. It is about, is it about like a detective? I really don't even know. <laughs> I don't know much beyond that. <laughs> it's about a detective and there's supernatural stuff. That's about all I know. Yes. And something about a demon because it's in the title. Yeah. <laughs> Someone gets marked by a demon. Yeah. That's all I know. And I know the main character is a woman detective, right? Her name's like Kara. Something like that. Or Kira or something like that. You can tell we really are going into this blind, blind. Well, I just saw Diana Rowland. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yes. And I am down to start a journey of another strong female character written by her. I think that is going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. So we're going to grab our copies of the audiobook slash digital book slash physical book whatever version you want to get mm-hmm. and we will be back in two weeks to talk about that book i'm excited me too it's gonna be fun yep yay so happy thanksgiving everybody enjoy your pie yes have some pie maybe have a little whiskey <laughs> do it up like a winchester and <laughs> that's how i do every friday we'll be back in two weeks <laughs> Bye. bye